What's up, whole world? Welcome to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 67. And on this episode, I tell the story of the time I got all amps on my report card and perfect attendance at the same time. I don't know if that's ever been done in the history of education, but I did it. And I also tell the story of the time a celebrity uh, came to my church (laughs) and how people at church temporarily lost their mind for a little bit. Those two stories and more on this episode of Storytime with Cedric. Oh, and on another note, this is the last episode for 2021. So thank you all for listening these last two to three years. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's get this podcast started. Let's go out with a bang. I hope you really enjoy this one. Please listen. Please subscribe. And I'll see you guys next year. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Adios, y'all. Storytime with Cedric, episode number 67. Now, this story uh, takes place, I'm going to take it back to like the late 80s on y'all for this one. I was in elementary school, way, way, way back in the day. And um, it's report card day. And report card day is great for motherfuckers who get good grades, but when you got bad grades like I did, it was, oh, you were not looking forward <laughs> to report card day. But this particular report card day was special because I did something that has never been done in the history of education. I'm sure of it. I got all F's on my report card. Handwriting, F. Gym class, F. Spelling, F. And then on the other side of that, I got perfect attendance. I got perfect attendance. So when Miss Young, who was my sixth grade teacher, was calling our names up to get our report cards, she gave me my report card with all Fs on the motherfucker and then gave me my perfect attendance certificate at the same time. I remember like, you know, being on the bus, like, damn, which one do I give my mom first? Should I give her perfect attendance one first? Or I'm trying to strategize how to work this shit out. But anyway, man, I get this report card and I was always a terrible student. I wasn't like the student that got in trouble, but my grades was always fucked up. And so um, I get home and like, I decide not to give my report card to my mom. I fucked it, I ain't showing her this shit. And then, you know, my sister comes home and of course she has straight A's, right? My sister got straight A's. And my mom's like, oh, that's right. Report card name, Cedric, where's your report card? Uh, I forgot it. I forgot it in class. It's in, it's in my desk. She's like, when you come home tomorrow from school, don't forget your report card. Had that shit with you. Yes, ma'am. So now I'm like, God damn, I'm mad at my sister because she got straight A's. Ain't that a bitch? So, um, the next day, you know, she didn't already tell me, like, before I went to school, don't forget to bring your report card home. I was like, all right, I won't forget. I got it. So now... I'm running out of time. It's like a ticking time bomb all day. I get to class. I don't want to play at recess. I don't want to play basketball at gym class. I know when the sun go down, I'm going to have an ass open by the end of the day. So, it went much worse. So, uh, end of the school day, I got my report card in my bag. And I'm getting off the school bus. And I'm just walking slow. I'm kicking every little pebble I can find. Just stalling. Just trying to make this walk home. A little bit longer and so as I get close to my house 
I noticed it's a bunch of cars parked in the driveway. Like, oh shit, that's Uncle Keith's car. That's Uncle Jackie's car. And that's Aunt Penny's car. Wait a minute. We got a house full of motherfuckers, right? So maybe she'll forget. They must be having a little get together or something. Maybe she won't ask me about the report card, right? Cool. So I go in the house and I was right. It's a house full of people. They playing spades and shit. Motherfuckers got drinks over here and they watching like, well, they weren't watching TV, but the music was playing. Everybody just having a good time. I'm like, cool. I'm, I could just slip through the living room right quick. My mom was like, hey, uh, report card, where is it? I'm like, damn. So I take the report card out the bag and I just give it to her. And the look of, <laughs> like, there was shame and disappointment and pissivity. You ever been pissed off to the highest point of pissivity? I like Robin Harris. So um, she's looking at this motherfucking report card and she's like, go in the kitchen. And so they, she passes it around the room. So everybody in the room is looking at my report card like, oh, oh, Seth, you got to do better than this. I know you better than this, nephew. You got to do better than this. I'm already embarrassed, right? So my mother's like, come here. So she comes in the kitchen. We go in the kitchen and I'm, I'm in front of the refrigerator. She's like, let me tell you something. And on the fridge, we had these magnets on the refrigerator. And she picked me up like by my collar, off my feet, picked me up with like her hand and slammed me on the damn, boom, slammed me on the refrigerator. All the magnets and shit fell off the refrigerator. She said, let me tell you something. If you ever, ever bring a report card like this home ever again in your life, I'm going to break your goddamn legs. You understand that? I don't know where the hammer came from. Because she had both hands on my like on my shirt. And then, like, she had a hammer. The motherfucker just appeared out of nowhere. I will take this hammer and I will break your goddamn legs. You understand that? And I was like, you can't hit me with that hammer. That's child abuse. She's like, you can call the goddamn children's services. You can call them if you want to. I tell them it was an accident. And who do you think they're going to believe? They're going to believe you or they're going to believe me? I was like, oh, my God. And uh, I was like, they're going to believe you. Goddamn right they are. And uh, take your ass to your room. But you know what? It was a little extreme, but the shit worked. I'm going to tell you how good the shit worked. Um, when my next report card came out, all A's and B's, and I was student of the month for the first time ever. I was student of the month, right? Student of the month is like... Um, Every month, they're student of the month, and you get like a little pizza party and shit. And you was good, you know, for the last couple of months. But anyway, that was a true story, and I hope you like it. I just wanted to share it. And let's take a little break. I got my Flaviars shit, right? I got my Flaviars, and um, I was going to tell another story, but my dog is looking at me like, uh, if you don't open up this door, I'm going to shit in the kitchen. So let me go let my dog out so she can go poop outside, and then we'll come back with some more stories. And we'll crack these Flaviars open so we can grade these bitches. All right, let me pay these bills, let my dog take a shit, and I'll be back right after these messages. What's up, whole world? Welcome back to Storytime with Cedric, um, episode number 67. Coco has taken the shit. She feels better. She's back. Now we can move forward with the podcast. Now, the first thing that we're going to do is um, I got this Flaviar 
Sample A, ready to go. This is a POW Maui Vodka. This episode, I'm fucking with vodkas. And um, this is a POW Maui Vodka. These are some of the flavors that are in it. It's 40%. Uh, biscuit, tropical, strawberry, pineapple, fruit, citrus. So I'm thinking this might taste a little sweet. We'll see. So I already poured it in there. Get the last little and uh yeah man this is my last shipment of um flaviar for the year and uh i'm actually on the fence if i'm gonna re-up for another year i really like um you know some of the stuff i got some of the stuff i was introduced to so let me know what you think man should i continue or just chalk that shit up as a win and move on to something else all right let's get to this sip and let's see how it tastes all right oh that's a very ooh, strong aroma that shit grabs you by the ankles. Why did I say grab? That's not the phrase I wanted to say, but I've already said it, so it's 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 done. Anyway, uh, let's taste it. Let's sip it. Let's see how it tastes. Ooh, ooh shit! All right, um, not bad, not great. Definitely smoky. I could taste the the oak, the woodsy of it. A little bit of aftertaste with it. So probably tastes great some cranberry juice or some orange juice or some pineapple juice. Um, not my favorite in the whole wide world. I'm gonna give this one a C plus. This one gets a C plus. Um, let me take one more. Mm. Ah, not bad. So um, speaking of alcohol, my next story takes place at the bar. This happened a couple of weeks ago. This shit was crazy. Um, I'm at work. You know, shout out to my coworkers, you know, Keegan and Eric and James and everybody else in the office. I don't, I don't want to give everybody a name. They might not, you know, want their name out there like that. But shout out to my coworkers. We're in the office and just, you know, sometimes during the day we just, once it starts to slow down or the end of the day gets there, we just have our our, our conversations about whatever. And the subject of you know, people's favorite drinks came up. And we're talking about, you know, Bacardi and some motherfuckers like Southern Comfort, some motherfuckers like Hennessy, and some motherfuckers like Jack Daniels. Well, somebody mentioned uh, Long Island Iced Tea. And I thought to myself, damn, I had a Long Island Iced Tea in like 10 years. And I, it was really like, I'm going to get me a Long Island Iced Tea, right? So I had been thinking about it because I hadn't had one in a long time. For like maybe the next day after work, I stop at the bar. Stop, we got a little spot up here called the Game Two. So I stop at the Game Two and I go in, and it's like it was a Thursday night, so the football game was on, and it's a little more, uh, it's, it's fuller than normal because the game is on, right? So I walk up to the bar, and there's one seat just kind of sitting there, and it was a lady next to the seat. And I said, is anybody sitting right here? And she's like, nah, nah, go ahead, have a seat. So I sit down, and um, the lady's probably early to mid-60s, probably. And, um, you know, I, I, thanks for letting me sit there. I appreciate it. We kind of chit-chat a little bit back and forth, just waiting on the waiter to come over there to take my order. And then um, I order a Long Island iced tea. And I had to think about getting one. I finally ordered me one. And... Um, when he brings it back, 
This lady looks at me. She says, well, what is that? I said, that's a Long Island iced tea. And she said, really? See, that's a drink right there that I like to drink, but I could never buy one for myself. And I was like, shit, buy one for yourself. She's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And we're just kind of just chit-chatting, just, you know, two people at the bar, just having a conversation over drinks. And the conversation moves to, um, we go from, like, drinks to, like, higher-end drinks. And then it goes from higher-end drinks to higher-end restaurants, sushi and, and, and different, you know, Japanese restaurants and, and steakhouses and all the shit. And so this is where the shit takes a turn. I tell you, this woman's like, you know, mid to late 60s, right? And so she leans in real quick and she's like, you know what my favorite, um, my favorite thing to eat is? And I was like, what? I love a good steakhouse. And I said, really? Me too. And she says, she leaned in, she says, do you know? And she looked at me right in my eyes. She says, do you know where I can find me a nice, juicy piece of meat? Like that, right? I didn't catch the shit at first. <laughs> I'm like, a juicy piece of meat? Um, Cattleman's. I recommend Cattleman's Steakhouse. Cattleman's. And I'm talking about how great the, the, <laughs> the food is at Cattleman's. And the bartender, like, walks past, and he looks at me like, the look on his face, I went, oh, 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 shit, oh, she's not, oh, okay, uh, check, please. And, uh, the bartender was taking all goddamn day to bring me my, to bring me my goddamn check. I'm trying to leave, because this Jurassic lady was trying to take my cookies, man. I wasn't having that shit. So, I thought it was pretty funny, man. I didn't catch it. I'm out the game. I don't, you know what I'm saying? When she threw it out there, I would have caught it back in the day, but you know, I didn't catch it at first. My dumb ass is talking about steakhouses. This bitch talking about meat. We talking about two different things. Anyway, the bartender came and um, gave me my check. I paid in cash. Keep the change, motherfucker. And bounced. And so um, I went back a few days later, like maybe the next week, and the, the lady wasn't there, but the bartender was there. And I'm like, yo, what was up with that lady, man? Was she really? He's like, that's her thing. That's her move. She's in here all the time trying to snatch up, you know, young dude. She's a cougar for real, for real. And I was like, oh, my God, that bitch tried to take my cookies. So that was a real story. That really happened. Be careful at the game, too, because the cookie monster's up there. She's trying to take your cookies. Be careful. You have been warned. All right, man, let's take a break. And uh, let's take a break and come back with another story right after this. What's up, whole world? Welcome back to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 67. And I got a quick question for you. Have you ever been in the presence of a celebrity? Do you get starstruck? I'm the type of person, I don't I don't really get starstruck like that. We had a celebrity at my church one time, back in the day. This is like in the mid-90s. And there was an R&B group. The group was named Troop. They had a couple of little singles out. They was hot for a minute. They had the song, uh, um, Spread My Wings and Fly Up. They had that shit. And they did like some Jackson 5 remakes and shit. But they was hot for a minute. And one particular Sunday, um, there was a lady in my church. And I think that the lead singer of the group was related to her. And he came to visit, you know, for the holidays. And then she brought him to church. 
and he's sitting in church and first of all, everybody that was like 40 and up, they have no idea who this guy is. They don't give a shit about, you know, any R&B groups that was out back then. They have no idea who this, who this guy is. Now, if it had been like Al Green or Bobby Womack or the Whispers or some shit, then of course they, the old heads would have knew who it was, but this young motherfucker, they had no idea who he was. And he was in there, like, even if you didn't know who he was, you could tell it was something, it was something different that kind of stood out about this guy. He had this, this silver, like, shimmery-ass suit on. He had a high-top fade with, like, blonde streaks in it. And um, even if you didn't know he was an R&B singer, you could look at him and this motherfucker does something, right? And But on the other side of that, everybody that was, you know, 25 and under knew exactly who he was. They knew exactly. There was no question. The girls was losing their fucking mind. They was going ape shit. Uh, I wish I knew his name. I can't remember. But I remember when the service was over, motherfuckers was trying to get into Remember the fans? They had like Mahalia Jackson on the front and Martin Luther King on the front. And uh, they was trying to get this motherfucker to autograph their fans. And motherfuckers was trying to get their Bibles autographed by this motherfucker. How do you ask a motherfucker to autograph your Bible? Ain't that a bitch? But um, I remember the whole church was excited, though. The whole church was excited. Even even Reverend Hayes, during his sermon, he was like, and the Lord told me to spread my wings. <laughs> and I went, wait a minute. No, he didn't just throw that shit in the sermon like that. But um, it was cool, man. It was cool to see a celebrity in church. Like I said before, I don't get starstruck like that. I don't. And it, it made me uh, think about the old Michael Jackson concerts where people would pay like, thousand dollars for a ticket and they, they go to the stadium and it's packed full of motherfuckers they paid all this money to see Michael Jackson and then eight seconds after this motherfucker hit the stage boom, these motherfuckers pass out they, they fall out and they gotta like body surf their ass to the medical tent and it pisses me off because if I pay a thousand dollars to see any goddamn body I wanna watch the whole show I wanna watch them plug in the speakers and make sure the microphones work, and I want to watch the motherfucking opening act, and I want to watch the hell out of do every goddamn song that I think he should do, and and I also want to see him unplug shit and turn the lights off in the stadium. For $1,000, I got to see everything. I got to be the last motherfucker out the goddamn stadium for $1,000. But that being said, um, <laughs> that's my celebrity church story. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's, um, you know what, I was gonna take a break. Well, fuck that, man. Let's keep moving. Let's open up another Flaviar. Let's see. Let's do another Flaviar. Um, all right. Option. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this one's called Death with Coffee. Death with Coffee. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making it up. Maple syrup, honey, coffee, bittersweet, chocolate, floral, cocoa. Hmm. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Let's see how this shit goes. All right, I'm cracking it open. This third one, yeah. Death Wish Coffee. That shit sounds aggressive. All right, let's see. All right. Let's see how this shit smells. I'm gonna give it um, the aroma smell real quick. Okay, not too strong. You get this. Definitely got some kick to it, but it's not like. You know, you see, like, oh shit, I definitely didn't get that from it. The first one I had was clear. This one's a lot darker. So, 
Maybe it's the maple syrup. I'm expecting sweetness again. Let's see how it goes. Let's go. Death Wish Coffee. Oh, shit. This is horrible. I wish I was dead. That's why they call this shit Death Wish Coffee. Because you wish you were dead after tasting this motherfucker. It tastes like coffee. It tastes like coffee with vodka in it, which could be good in some circles. If it was coffee with a little bit of vodka, this tastes like a lot of vodka with a little bit of coffee. So I got I got to get the option C, so I got to force this motherfucker down. But uh, not my favorite. Not my favorite. I'll give this motherfucker a D plus. Give it a D plus. Now sometimes I gotta take two sips to just get a get a handle on shit. Let me see here. Yeah, it's not good. It tastes like coffee with honey in it and vodka. Not great. Alright, um. Oh shit. Let's get to our next story. Um this next, this next story, I call it the whack-a-mole story. This is a true story. This really happened. Shout out to Zia Martial Arts. Um, I'm on my way back. I'm getting my shoulder looked at. I got an MRI coming up. I'm having some pain in my shoulder. I got an MRI done on my shoulder. And I'm um, thinking it might have been a rotator thing. But it, it came up, you know, negative. No tears, no rips. Just they don't know why I got swelling. So I got another... Uh, MRI coming up next week on my neck. I got a new doctor that's like, it might be a neck, and that might be what's affecting your shoulder. So, fingers crossed going into this appointment next week, and hopefully we can get my shit fixed up so I can go back to Zia Martial Arts and get my kickboxing on. So, this story took place about, mm, about four months ago. The last time I was at Zia Martial Arts, I started the kickbox. Like, I started with the jiu-jitsu, and then Keegan convinced me um, to try kickboxing. He was doing kickboxing and I was doing jiu-jitsu and I was trying to convince him to come over and do jiu-jitsu and he was trying to convince me to come over and do kickboxing. So we made a deal. I said, okay, look, if you do a jiu-jitsu class, I'll do a kickboxing class. And I didn't think he was going to do it because I really didn't want to do kickboxing. But God damn it, Keegan showed up, man, and we did a uh, jiu-jitsu class and I'm a man of my word, so I went over and did a kickboxing class and it turns out I really, really liked it. So I, I, I just, I quit going to jiu-jitsu and I started to go to kickboxing, right? Now, my shoulder's starting to fuck with me. So I kind of got to slow down a little bit till I get the shoulder worked out. But the whack-a-mole story, the reason I call it that, um, um, they got us doing this class and it's like four of us in this class. And I'm really a beginner. There's another guy that's an obvious beginner. And then there's like another guy that's kind of, you know, kind of been around a little bit. And then there's the other guy. And this motherfucker looks the part. Like he looks like he whoops some ass. And he's got like the, the the name brand gloves on with the shin guards and all the colors. And this motherfucker looks like he does this shit for real. So the instructor uh, comes out, teaches us a couple of moves. You know, it was a, basically a one-two and then with a kick. And then you, you try from both sides. But um, we're going like, you know, just basically learning it to get the, the, the moves down. And we learn the move and then we pair up and then we spar working on this move we just learned. So first is me and another new guy. He's been there like maybe a week. And so um, baby steps, not going pop, pop, step, throw the kick, boom. And then he does it and, um, you know, we have a good time. 
So then we rotate partners. And now I got this motherfucker kickboxing champion of the world. And I'm looking like this motherfucker about to kick my ass. And so um, <laughs> the instructor's like, all right, look, we're going to turn the heat up a little bit. Um, no punches to the face. I don't want to see anybody's head snap back, but focus on the body, focus on your kicks. And this motherfucker was like real tall. And I said, okay, I'm going to just work on this motherfucker's stomach. I'm going to get real low. And I'm going to just start throwing jabs at his stomach and at his ribs, right? So I get real low, and I'm moving in and out, and I throw a couple of punches. And this motherfucker punched me like, the way he punched me, you ever go to um, Chuck E. Cheese in that game where the little moles come up and you hit it with the hammer, like like a hammer fist, boop. That's how he hit me on top of my head. Like I'm underneath the bottom, throwing these, throwing these jabs under his arm, boop, boop, boop. And this motherfucker just whop, bam, whop, bam on top of my head. I said, wait, wait, hold up, goddamn, wait a minute. You can't even hit me on top of my head like that. Miss girls here, don't be embarrassed me like that. And um, then, you know, when the other class was over, everybody was watching us get our spar on. And I don't want to be embarrassed again, so now I'm on the outside with them. I'm on the outside. But um, I got comfortable, I got in close, and that motherfucker popped me again. Pop, pop, pop. So call that motherfucker the whack-a-mole, because that's how he was hitting me, man. I didn't appreciate that shit. So, next time, I'm going to make his head snap back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But, um, yeah, that's my whack-a-mole story, man. That was a true story. But, uh, nothing but love. Shout out to, um, Zia Martial Arts. And I uh, get this appointment done next week, and I hope to get, I hope to see you guys soon. Let's get one more story. Can we do one more story? I got plenty of time. Let's do one more story. Let's take a break. Get this last, um, Flaviar in and then knock out one more story. I'll be back right after these messages. What's up, whole world? Welcome back to Storytime with Cedric. Let's get um, this last Flaviar in. So even that the one I had the second B was terrible. I did muscle that shit down. And now I'm starting to get a little tipsy, but I'm still here and I still got some stories to tell. Let's get this shit cracking. So this vodka is called Volstage. 40% coconut floral passion fruit, raspberry, vanilla, pepper rye. Hmm. And this one's clear. The last one I drank was very dark. And I think that's why I had a coffee thing to it. All right, let's pour it up in here. Very clear. This one's called Volstead Vodka. That one's really good. I like that one. The second one, I don't know if I graded it or not. That shit was horrible. Get that shit a D plus. I think I did grade it. But this one was good. I, I think out of all three, the third one was, this was the winner of the night. So, 
this was good shit. Um, before I get into my last story, uh, quick story. Uh, embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing shit. So my daughter had a, had a birthday party a few months, uh, damn, a few weeks ago on the 10th of December, and she turned four years old. We had a really, really, you know, big turnout. Shout out to everybody came over and just, she got so many gifts, it was ridiculous. If you add up all the gifts I've got in my whole life, it wouldn't amount to the amount of gifts that this four-year-old little girl got. I was so jealous, but I was happy because I was able to rewrap half them bitches and give them to her on Christmas because she didn't remember all of them. But anyway, um, I got like just bags and bags and bags of trash, and my trash can is full. I can't, I can't even close the top no more. So I decide like it's Sunday night. They come get the trash Monday morning. And so I'm like, I'm gonna just dump some of my shit in the neighbor's trash can. They shit closed all the way. I just throw my shit in there. No problem. So I wait till like 11.30. I wait till 11.30 on Sunday night. And I sneak outside with like three bags of trash. My shit is full. I can't put nothing else in it. I don't want to sit it like in front of the trash can because animals might get it overnight. Now you got a street full of bullshit. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that neighbor. And so um, I sneak outside like hella late. I go across the street to my neighbor across the street. And I'm looking. Look to the right. I look to the left. I don't see nobody. And I open up the top of his trash can. And as I'm putting the trash cans in, this is what I hear. Mm, not a shotgun, but the garage door opened it like a motherfucker. I think I would have preferred the shotgun, to be honest. And I couldn't run. I got three big-ass bags of trash with me. And um, <laughs> the dude comes out, and I was oh so embarrassed. But I, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to just eat this shit. I was like, bruh, my daughter had a party. I'm out of space. I'm booked. And my apologies. But luckily, he was cool. Hey, bro, don't worry about it. It's all good. Throw it in there. And um, he was cool. I was so worried. Now, see, if it had been my neighbor on the right, my asshole neighbor that called the police on me, then it would have been a motherfucking problem. But, uh, yeah, man, this was, uh, it was very embarrassing. But, you know, my neighbor across the street is cool. So I was able to get away with it. No worries. Let me take one more sip. Mmm get into my last story of the night this happened I was in junior high school there's another story um, I don't remember what episode it was let me dig it up there's another story that I tell I'm not going to look this shit up right now because I don't want to have that quiet you know I'm searching for this shit I should have um, anyway um, there's a, there's another story I tell on, on a previous podcast where I got new shoes for school. They were LA Gears, but they were female shoes, right? And so when school starts, I'm getting clowned for these goddamn shoes. So um, this particular story is a continuation of that. So it's a Saturday, and I decide to go watch the, the basketball game. So it's like Kaiser was playing... Um, McFarlane, right? So first I go to Kaiser and I bump into this chick, very butch, very, very manly, and she's making fun of my shoes, right? 
So I sent my little shit back to her. It kind of got a little chippy, but the game was over. And she's like, yeah, whatever, dude. And then she leaves. And I'm like, yeah, you lucky you leaving. I'm getting that ass. You know, I'm talking shit, but she's walking away. And um, I go to McFarland because I think the JV game was at Kaiser, but the varsity game was at McFarland. So we get to McFarland, me and my cousin Taji. Taji, if you're listening, you'll remember this shit because you was there. So me and Taji go to the game. We watch the game. The game was over. I don't remember who won. And we come outside. So like half the goddamn, it's like a hundred motherfuckers outside. And this chick finds my ass in the crowd. Like, what's up, motherfucker? Talk that shit now. Let's get it cracking right now. I'm like, oh my God. So there's no way that I'm going to beat this chick. Like, I'm a realist. You know, I believe that, you know, believe in yourself and all but there was no way I could beat this chick. But it's a hundred motherfuckers outside, so I can't run, especially from a girl. You know what I'm saying? My, I'm shut down. My street cred is gone. I'm shut down in the club and shit. So I got to stand up for myself, right? So I had this old school, remember the old school satin bulls starter jackets with the buttons on the front? So um, we line up outside, and it's a big-ass group of people that just made this big-ass circle around us. And um, she's ready to get it in. She's going full speed, talking shit. What's up, motherfucker? Let's run that shit right now. You was talking that shit over there. What's up with it right now? What's up with it? And so I can't run. I can't go nowhere. I got to stand up. I got to be a man, right? So I'm like, all right, you want to do it right now? I got this shit from the Untouchable movies. And I was like, you want to do it right now? Fuck it. Let's do it right now. What's up? And so I start unsnapping the buttons on my jacket real slow. But what I'm really doing is I'm stalling for time, trying to think of something. So I hit the top button. I'm looking at her like, what's up? Hit the top button, pop. Hit the second button, pop. She has the same kind of jacket on, and she rips her shit off like this. Took all the buttons off, took it off, slammed the motherfucker on the ground. I'm like, oh, shit. I look down. I got two buttons left. I'm running out of buttons. I'm running out of motherfucking buttons. And so I'm like, pop. I pop the button, and... There is a guy, okay? Uh, Chevy Capris are not owned by just drug dealers. Angels drive these motherfuckers too. Because out of the blue, a Chevy Caprice pulls up. Chevy Caprice pulls up. Two uh, men jump out. Michelle, get your ass in this goddamn car. Leave that boy alone. And they snatch her ass up and throw her in the backseat. And the car drives off. I've never seen her again in my whole life. And um, God bless the angels that was that was driving that motherfucking Chevy Caprice because they saved my ass. There was no way I was going to win that fight. Like, all I could hope for is just... And I'm very confident. I'm very confident in myself. I wrestle. I run track. I'm athletic. Um, but this girl was going to kick my ass. It was just... It was just no denying it. I'm, I'm a, I told you before, I'm a realist. I tell it like it is. Excuse me, but um, yeah, man, that's my last story for tonight. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is my last episode of the year, and I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. You guys are probably gonna get this on the 31st. I'm doing it on the 30th right now, so I'll probably sober up and uh, hold on one second. Mm. Oh, that's good. 
But yeah, man, I'll probably, you know, edit this shit tomorrow and put it out there. But anyway, I want to take this time to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to my podcast these last two to three years. I appreciate it. And um, as long as you guys keep listening, I'm going to keep putting out stories. My last story, shout out to my guy, SD Turner. You know, we, we, we changed gears a little bit, did something a little different, but um, people received it well. And uh, we got a lot of hits on that on that last uh, podcast we did. So shout out my man for coming through and spending some time with me. And I'm going to get you back on the show. Um, we're going to come up with something in a couple of months and we'll get you back in there. And then we'll do another show together if you want to come out and hang out with me. But uh, new year coming. Got some new shit coming down the pipe. And um, we'll just unleash it when we get to it. So that being said... I want to say thank you one more time for taking the time to listen to me. I appreciate it greatly. And um, that's it. That's it, you guys. Uh, enjoy your New Year's. Be safe. Stay the fuck away from COVID. That shit is evil. And um, anything else? Oh, one last thing. Um, my la- Not my last podcast, but the podcast before it. Um, the last portion the microphone took a shit on so the static was really really bad so the story about the whack-a-mole and the story about the celeb in church I had to read I redid it I'm gonna delete it from that previous podcast and that's why you're hearing it now because I had to redo that story I felt like there were good stories and they uh the 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 scratchiness was you couldn't I didn't want to listen to it so I know you ain't want to listen to the shit either anyway I'm gonna delete it from that previous podcast re-added to this particular podcast. So thank you again for listening. God bless. 